1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17, all right? While you're waiting. By the way, if you need a pen, raise your hand. Don't be, uh, don't be shy about it. Uh, Miss Jules will come around, uh, and so I think Jason's got some as well. So, they'll get one right to you. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, and we're going to start with verse number 13 tonight, and we're going to continue our series or our lesson that we started last week. All right, we started this lesson last week, Speak Up, God, I Can't Hear You. And, uh, and we've been talking about discovering the destiny, or in other words, you could say discovering the purpose for why God created you. Uh, what is it that God wants you to accomplish in your life? And we're calling that destiny, all right, the purpose for why you and I are created. And the Bible does say that each and every one of us have a purpose. The Bible says in Psalms 139 that we have been fearfully and wonderfully made. The Bible says that God made you unique. He made you different from everybody else. And out of the billions and billions, and, and perhaps we're getting close over you know, 10,000 years or so that we've been in existence as humanity, we, we might have been already in the trillions of people that have ever been on this earth each and every one of them, God has created different. They say that snowflakes, if you look at them under a microscope, there's no two snowflakes that are the same. All the snow that's ever fallen on this earth, of all the snowflakes, not one has ever been the same. And I say that to say that God has made us the same way, unique and different. And there's a purpose why he's made you different. There's a, there's a purpose for the talents He's given you and the gifts that He's given you, and, and it all has to do with what He wants you to accomplish in life. And in this series, we've been talking about how do we discover that? How do we find what it is that God wants us to do in our life? And, and so we, we talked about tools that God has given us so far in this series. We said we, you have to have a, a, a heart that is uh, a, a sincere heart towards God. We said that you have to be courageous in your life and, and you have to have that tool in your life. You, you've got to be ready to follow after God and surrender to God. And so we talked about those tools and, and then we started talking about the steps that we take using those tools. And the first step that you take in your life, if you're going to discover your purpose for being here, it's to refuse to trust yourself. Don't be trusting yourself because you can't trust what you think. You can't trust your plans. No matter how good they sound, how grand they might be, you can't trust them. Then we said the second step after we've refused to trust ourselves is to seek and surrender to God's will. And that's so important because without doing that, if we don't ever have an attitude that says, my plans are not good, God's plans are better than mine. Now, God, what are those plans? If we don't start seeking God and asking God what his plans for our life are, we'll never know them, right? So you have to have a time in your life where you're going to seek God's will and say, God, what is it that you would want me to do with my life? And then surrender to it. And we said the key to that is that God will never reveal his plan completely to you. In, in, in other words, he won't give you the whole big picture. God works in bite size, as we said. But then we also said, because he does that, we have to decide that we're going to follow it before we know the plan. And that's hard to do sometimes. But we have to decide, I'm going to follow God's plan, no matter what it is, before he even tells me what it is. All right? 
That's called living by faith. If we, if we can't live by faith, we'll never really reach the full potential and the purpose for why God created us. The third step that we talked about was the one we started last week, and that is this life of prayer. Having a life of prayer and going to God in prayer. Praying about our decisions in life. That's the third step that you'll take if you're going to discover what God has created you for. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, in verse number 17, it says this. It says, pray without ceasing. Just three words. Pray without ceasing. In other words, seek God in every decision that you're going to be making. In everything that you do in life, you ought to seek what God's counsel is. God, what, what is it that you think about this? God, what is it that you want from this? And, 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 and in every decision I'm making, I need to take it to God. Pray about the decisions that you're going to make. Now, we're going to go really quick through the first part of this lesson because we went through it last week, so I just want to catch you up once again on the notes. Number one, we said if we're going to do that, uh, we have to silence the voices from without. Last week, I brought uh, Jason Anthony up here, and, and we, we had four of the guys around him talking to him at the same time, and we said... Uh, when that happens in our lives, it just causes a lot of confusion. It causes a lot of chaos. And we said opportunities in our life come at different times throughout our life. And those opportunities are shouting into our life. One opportunity might be, hey, you need to come to this college. Come to this college. You need to come to this college. And that's an opportunity in your life. And another opportunity is somebody saying, hey, um, I, I, I noticed you at school and I... Um, I really think you're really pretty. Could, could we go on a date sometime? Maybe we can go out sometime. Maybe we can watch a movie or, or something. And, and suddenly an opportunity comes out where you can date somebody. And now that's speaking into your life. You got college speaking into your life. You got somebody like that speaking into your life. And then maybe an opportunity comes where they say, hey, uh, would you like to work? Uh, we, we've got some, uh, a position open here at, at, at Whataburger or at McDonald's. And hey, uh, we, we, we need a part-time student. It'll be after school. And maybe you could help us. And now... You have a job speaking into your life. You have all these opportunities, and what happens with opportunities is this. It can cause some confusion. It can cause some chaos. How do I know what opportunity God is leading me to? How do I know that the opportunity of this job is what God wants me to do? How do I know that the person that wants to date me is someone that God wants me to date? How do I know that the college that's offering me a scholarship is the college I need to go to. How do we decide that? All of that is decided by prayer. And if you're going to find how to do that, the first thing is silencing the voice, those voices without. All those, those, those uh, opportunities, you've you got to silence them because they can get really loud. They, they can make themselves seem like, if I miss this opportunity, I'm going to miss everything in life. And it's not true. It's not true. But we feel that way sometimes. So we said this in our notes. We said, number one, we're all faced with many opportunities in life. We said, number two, each opportunity could potentially draw us away from God's will. Every opportunity that comes into our life has the potential to take us closer to God, but it also has the potential to take us further away from God. So how do we know which is which? We said this. We said the voices of these opportunities must be silenced through surrender. The way you silence these voices in your life is by surrendering to God 
and saying, God, first I'm going to listen to you before I listen to these voices. In other words, I'm not going to let this scholarship tell me what decision I'm going to make. I'm going to ask God what that is. Then we said, if we listen to the voices of selfish opportunities, we cannot hear God's voices. We cannot hear. If we, if we listen to all of those talking into our lives at the same time and we never quiet them down, we'll never hear God's voice. Why is that? Why is it that if we don't silence those voices, we'll never know and hear God? Well, the reason is we have to understand how God speaks, all right, to us. Understand how God speaks to us. Now, let me just say, when it comes to understanding how God speaks to us, number one, understand that God, God's always looking to, t- to speak to us, all right? God's always looking to speak to us, but God will never force himself upon you. God's not going to try to make himself louder than the opportunities in your life, okay? He's not. That's why you've got to quiet them down, because God's not going to shout in that way, but God is always speaking. Now, how does God speak to us? What's the primary way? What is the the first way that God speaks to you and to me? I'll tell you right now, you're experiencing it right now, even as I'm speaking, and that is this, God's Word. God always speaks through His Word. That's why when we come here to youth, uh, and, and after we've done the time of worshiping God through singing, we open God's Word. And the reason we open God's Word, the reason we read these verses, the reason we start to study what God's Word teaches us is because that's how God speaks to our life. That's how God tells us what He thinks about what's going on in our lives. He helps us to think, what kind of college would be a good college to go to? God will tell you. God's Word tells you and teaches us principles of what we need to focus on when it comes to that decision. God's Word teaches us, and we're going to learn about it in a little bit later this year, um, who you should date, what, what kind of person that should be. Now, God's not going to tell you, date Ralph. He's a good guy. And God will never tell you, Ralph. But you know what God will tell you? God will tell you, this is the kind of person. This is the kind of guy you should date. This is the kind of girl you should date. God will tell you that. And so that's why it's so important to understand. I need to know God's Word so that I know what God thinks, so that God can speak to me. It's important for us to understand tonight, the way that God speaks is coming through, first of all, through His Word. Then, I want you to know, secondly, God also speaks not only through His Word, but through our circumstances. God sometimes allows things to happen into our life for a reason and for a purpose. And sometimes in the circumstances of life, he begins to lead us. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I don't know how many would know uh, Brother Orozco, uh, Raul's dad, and, and uh, just a few, I, I guess maybe a month ago now or so, um, he had something happen to him physically uh, in his body where he had had emergency surgery. And uh, his recovery time was going to be about seven uh, to nine weeks okay? That's a little bit over a month, about a month and a half, almost two months. And, um, and I went to visit him, and, and I was just talking to him, trying to encourage him and, and, and just pray with him. I visited him at his home. And something that he, he, he told me was amazing to me. He said, you know what, Brother Jeremy? God allowing me to be in the hospital and having surgery has been the best thing that's happened to me in a long time. 
and, I, and, and it, it took me by surprise. Said, what? How could being in a hospital, not feeling good, looking at more than a month and a half of recovery time, having emergency surgery, how can that be the best thing in your life? And he said, it's been the best thing in my life, Jeremy. I'm telling you. He said, it's made me better as a Christian. It's made my faith in God get stronger. It's caused me to draw closer to my wife and be a better husband, a better father to my children. He said, I I don't know, but it's just been the best thing in my life, this experience right here. You know, sometimes God allows things like that to happen in our life because he wants to speak to us. He wants to show us sometimes how good we've got it, how good he really is. And that was something that he emphasized to me. He said, you know, God's just been so good to me. I mean, he was, he was in his couch. He couldn't even get up. He couldn't even walk. And he told me, God's been so good to me. Guys, you see, sometimes God allows things like that because he speaks through us in those ways. God speaks to us through the truth of his word. Sometimes he speaks to us through the circumstances that happen in our life. God also speaks with his still small voice within. The Holy Spirit, in other words. The Holy Spirit. God speaks as we're listening to preaching like you're listening to tonight. And the Holy Spirit begins to talk to you in your mind and in your heart. And sometimes the Holy Spirit begins to tell you things that I'm not even talking about. I, I, it's been amazed, I've been amazed. I've, I've been as a youth pastor for 12 years, and I've been amazed at some of the teens sometimes that tell me, oh, pastor, you've been such a blessing to my life. You, you remember that lesson that you gave about this and this? And I go, no. <laughs> well, you gave a lesson, and I said, oh, okay. Well, what, what about it? And he said, you were talking about, you know, basketball and this and this. And I go, okay. And he said, and it just helped me in school. I'm like, but I wasn't even talking about school. I was talking about basketball. Oh, I know, I know. But, but, but God used that illustration that you're talking about, and it helped me with school. And I've had others say, and it helped me to know that I should break up with this girl. And I'm going, I never even told you about breaking up with somebody. But you see, the reason they, need, they knew that they needed to break up with that person wasn't because of what I said, but because of what God was telling them in their heart through the preaching and the teaching of God's word. Sometimes what I'm telling you right now, you're already processing in your mind, and the Holy Spirit is starting to tell you, hey, this is why you need to change. Hey, this is why you need to quiet that voice. You've got a lot of things speaking in your mind. You need to quiet that voice because the Holy Spirit's already convicting you. See, God speaks through the Holy Spirit with a still, small voice. Let me, let me just say this before we get out, because I know they're already out. But let me just say this. God only speaks to listening hearts. How many of y'all know the story of Jesus walking on the water? Uh, Y'all heard that when the storm, okay, you remember that story in Matthew? It's really interesting in that story because in the story there, um, you find it in Matthew, but you also find it in the the book of Mark, in Mark chapter 6. And in Mark chapter 6, in the book of Mark, it, it, it says this, as he's telling this story, he's telling the disciples are going through the storm, they see a guy walking on the water, they think it's a spirit, they think it's a demon or a ghost, and they start yelling and they're scared out of their minds. But Mark says that Jesus, as he was walking on the water, was going to pass them by. He wasn't even going to stop. He was going to pass them by. You say, what What do you get out of that? Here's what you get out of that. 
you get a little bit about God's nature when it comes to speaking to us, and it's this. God's only going to speak to you if you're willing to listen, if you're willing to call him. Jesus was going to walk right past them. He told them, I'm going to meet you guys on the other side. Get in the boat. Go ahead and go. They got in the boat. They're on their way. Jesus later is walking. It's about two in the morning, walking on the water. It's in the dark. They see him. They look like they think it's a ghost, and he's passing them by. He's like, I'll see you guys. He's about to go to the other side, and they're the ones that stop him. Say, hey, who are you? What's going on? Where are you going? Let me tell you something. In your life, God is saying, I'm willing to help. I'm willing to speak to you if you're willing to listen, if you're willing to call on me. You see, God only speaks to listening hearts. Tonight, if you have the attitude of, well, let's see what he's going to teach me. Oh, let's see what's going to happen. I'm not willing to do this, or I already made up my mind on that, then God can't speak to you. You see, listening to God's voice is so important. And let me just clarify this as I end. Listening to God's voice in your heart is different, different than following your heart. It's very different. Let me tell you what the difference is. You can write this in your notes somewhere. What is the difference between listening to God's voice and listening to your heart? You said, doesn't God speak to us in our hearts? Yeah, he does. Now, how do I know it's not my heart or my voice that I'm listening to? And how do I know it's God's voice? Here's the difference. When you're listening to your heart, you're listening to you. It's self-centered. In other words, you're looking at what's best for me. You're not thinking about, God, what's best for your kingdom? God, what's best for the people of your church? God, what's best for the family you've given me? No, no, what's best for me? That's all about you. That's self-centered. That's listening to your own heart. But listening to God's voice is very different. Listening to God's voice comes through surrendering to Him. It's saying, God, what, what, what is the best for your plan? What's the best for the youth group, the church, my mom and dad, my brother and sister? What, what's best for them? What decision that I can make would be what would be in your will that would be best for everybody, for what you would want me to do? That's the difference. One is self-centered, the other one is God-centered. So when it comes to silencing the voices in your life and then saying, I need to listen to God, how do I do that? Well, understand how God speaks. God speaks through His Word, speaks through circumstances that allows happen in our life. God speaks with the still small voice, the Holy Spirit that is within us. And God speaks to us when we're willing to listen. So tonight, here's my challenge. Very easy, very short, very simple. Are you willing to listen to God tonight? Are you willing to say, God, there's a lot of opportunities in my life. God, tell me which is the one you want me to do. What's the opportunity you want me to take? That's my challenge for you tonight.